0: Detailing in the elements. How to detail when Mother Nature doesn't exactly cooperate.
1: Hi, I'm Ivan. I'm Nick. And this is the DIY Detail Podcast. Today we're going to go over strategies to make detailing easier in the elements. And stay tuned till the end. We have some special guests that are going to give their tips. Hey, what's up, DIY Detailers? Are the biggest challenges we face in the winter
2: is salt one of the hardest things that i think many detailers struggle with oh so hot
3: that when you went outside your next grew fungus how i've dealt with the extreme temperatures good pair of shades a good hat especially one with the mcgurk mullet down the back
0: so that's our little tease to yeah. increase watch time but also to deliver a lot of value for you so we have some amazing stuff at the end please stick around for that but ivan we are coming to the tail end of summer hot the weather conditions number. are rough but then we're into the winter and so yeah. Uh, You've been coaching detailers now for a long time. Right. What best advice do you have for detailing in the elements?
1: Well, let's start with winter and then we'll work our way back to summer because I like to think positively and summer is coming back. So even though winter is almost here, summer is coming back next year. But for winter detailing, uh, if you're at home detailing your own car, there's a lot of different strategies you can use to make it easier one is wait for a warmer day uh your car doesn't need to be detailed that day necessarily the other thing is use resources around you so if you live in an apartment where you don't necessarily have access to water uh there are coin op car washes you can go to put some coins in and you can wash your car there and if you go early enough in the morning late enough at night and there's nobody waiting behind you then they really don't mind you bringing your bucket in and you know doing your bucket wash and then rinsing off again and maybe even drying it there. The other thing is when you're detailing your car in the winter you should maybe avoid detailing your car on days that are below freezing because all that water you're putting on the car goes somewhere and the next morning you know door seals can be a little sticky. Uh, You know the door handles, uh, lock cylinders, things like that. So just be very careful and make sure all those areas are very well dried. In our shop, we had a, a wash tunnel, and during snowstorms, people would show up wanting their car washed. We would wash the car, but we made sure when we were drying it to make sure that all those door jams and all those door areas uh, seals were perfectly dry before we let the car go back outside in minus 20 degree weather.
0: Yeah, I know in mobile detailing, even in my area, Park City, Utah, where there's a lot of well to do clients, and that's where I had a lot of mobile work. You knew the weather was going to be good by like 11 a.m., but I would start at 8 a.m., and I would be like spraying down the wheels and tires, and my wheel cleaner would turn to ice on the wheels as I started to get into the fall. So that's my best advice is just work with the elements, you know, and if you're doing hot water extraction on carpets and you get carpets or seats really wet, they're not gonna dry in the winter as quickly as they do no. in the summertime. So, just even if one side of the driveway is sunny, wash that side of the car first, and yeah. the other side will warm up again. Because I, I've told this story before, but I did an interior detail when it was snowing on me. You know what I mean? I had like my steamer plugged in and everything, but it was literally snowing outside. I was un, unexp- I was totally exposed, no shelter. Yeah. Um. So we know folks out there are detailing through extreme conditions. Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's your passion. Yeah. You're hell bent on doing this and uh, you're not going to get weather stop you. But, you know, just be aware that there are things you
1: can do. Exactly. Now, one of the other things uh, when detailing in the winter, other than time and, you know, that time being wait for a warmer day. uh, Good advice. Yeah. But if you're doing it for yourself, it's one thing. If you're doing it for customers, you may not have that option to wait for a warmer day. Right make sure your tools are set up to do it properly, which means you have warm or hot water in your bucket. Mm. You have gloves. You're comfortable as you're doing the job because your comfort is very important. And if you're comfortable, you're going to do a better job. You're not going to be freezing and shaking. And uh, so make sure all your tools are set up for the situation you're in and you definitely want waterproof boots you definitely want waterproof gloves uh you want to make sure that you're not getting wet because if you're getting wet you're going to get cold so detailing in the winter one other thing that's a very useful tool for detailing in winter is rinseless wash uh because spraying snow foam on the car you may literally be spraying snow foam on the car that just stays there uh, because it's frozen um and uh not a happy situation it's hard to get off it's messy uh so rinse wash in the winter is great pre-rinsing yes if you can but again warm water uh a friend of mine what she does she has her detailing keg in a secondary bucket and she uses mm-hmm. a bucket warmer uh, from a farm supply store in that so the water inside her sprayer is hot
0: I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. So shout out to Christine. Uh, you know, she does that even though she's in Michigan. Uh, sh- it's very easy for her to work on a cold vehicle because of that. So
0: well, necessity's keeps- th- Yeah. Sorry. Necessity is the mother of invention. So it sounds like anyone who does this for a living learns tips and tricks. So Christine uses. The bucket heater, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Which I think is a great tactic as a mobile detailer. If you're going to someone's house, you don't even know if they're going to have water, let alone warm water and you're trying to use warm water. Maybe it's for your extractor whatever. But if you have tips and tricks for how to detail in the winter or the summer, please leave them in the comments below. We can all learn from each other. Ivan, you train people, but you often say you actually learn more than you thought you would just from the people who come to the training. So everyone learns all the time in this ecosystem. So we can all help each other.
1: Exactly. And speaking of helping each other, like Nick said, write it in the comments below. If you have a great idea or something that saves you time, makes your life easier, we all want to know about it. Uh, you know, we're not going to take your business away because we we saw your tip on the internet. But definitely...
0: I don't know. I would keep that close to the vest. That always yeah. seems to be a good strategy. I feel like the detailers out there were like, I'm just not going to reveal my secret because the guy across town might learn it and, you know, overcome. It's like... Yeah. That is not the. That is not what we're talking about for business success, is it, Ivan? No. Trying to like hoard uh, a technique or a secret like that's.
1: No, we, we shouldn't be competing against each other. We should be collaborating with each with each other, and that's the difference. Big difference between a, uh, you know, someone that owns a job and someone that owns a business. Business owners, entrepreneurs, we collaborate. We try to help each other because we're just elevating our own ecosystem around us. And, you know, if you have someone out there that their prices are drastically lower than yours, reach out to them and tell them, look, I'm able to charge $400 for the service and you're charging $150. My customers are happy to pay $400 and I have a lineup waiting of people waiting to pay $400 for the service. You're charging $150 and you're barely scraping by and you have less customers than I do. And this is something that I ran across in business competitors that their price was way too low. When you reach out to them explain to them that, hey, if you raise your prices, you're going to get as much, if not more work, because people are afraid to go to you because your price is so low. But we've uh, gone off the track. Yeah. Let's yeah. bring it back. So... Should we talk detailing,
0: summer? Pardon me? Should we talk summer and heat, or are we still in winter?
1: Well, let's go to spring. So, okay. yeah, you know, after winter, we have spring. In spring is a great time to detail, except it rains a lot. And, you know rain is something that can actually help in some circumstances so the rain is going to help pre-rinse for you Uh, i've seen detailers actually detailing in the rain if you're using quick beads in the rain it's a great way of doing it uh but know that you can't dry the vehicle that's the only thing you can't do but if your wash process is good and methodical and you know what you're doing You can actually wash a car in the rain. It's going to save you a bit of time. Not very comfortable, but you can do it. And when it dries, it's going to dry beautifully. So that's something that you need to consider. That just because you're a mobile detailer doesn't mean you have to stop detailing when it's raining. Now, if it's a downpour, yeah, stop. But if it's just a a nice little drizzle, it can help you. Uh, It can, Like I say, it's not the happiest of times to do it, but it definitely can help you do the job. And in the fall, it's the same thing. Uh, Spring also brings insects. And that's something that we need to consider and we need to work with or against, depending on how you want to look at it. But if you're a mobile detailer, if you're a shop-based detailer, explain the need for protection to your customers. And ceramic coatings are a great, great thing on the front end of a car that if you know, not if, but when the insect goes splat, it's easier to clean the insect off. And if, even if you're not using a ceramic coating, the customer doesn't want to pay for it. Put some ceramic gloss or quick beats on the front of the car. If it's a regular customer of yours, that little effort is going to pay back dividends, making it a lot easier to clean the next time.
0: Man, can we just talk about how amazing ceramic gloss is? Like, I was just thinking yeah. about some of our hit products that people love. They expected Ivan to hit it out of the park with a rinseless wash and we did Yeah. Um, gold standard polish has just been overwhelmingly successful like people love what it can do for them and ceramic gloss I I feel like all of our products are awesome obviously they all have a place in my heart but man ceramic gloss is the one that I think detailers and enthusiasts they love how few sprays you need how little product you need how economical it is how much durability and gloss it provides like it is one of those where if you just want to help get the bug guts, make them easier to clean next time. You can put a few sprays on the exterior of someone's bumper. It's not going to cost you much and you can just do it to do it. Exactly. So anyway, I digress. Summertime. I do.
1: Summertime. 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 It's nice. It's beautiful. And if you're an enthusiast detailer, this is when you want to detail your car. This is when you want to make it spectacular and it's a nice time to do it. But heat is no better than snow uh it's actually probably a little worse heat and the sun are two very negative things in detailing now they make the atmosphere fun when you're detailing but the paint and the chemicals really don't like heat and they really really don't like sun and even though most of our products can be used in direct sunlight we still don't suggest it they can but should you that's the real question and no you shouldn't be detailing in direct sunlight Uh, strategies, detail early in the morning, detail in the evening, um, find shade, you know, you don't have to park on the driveway necessarily. If there's a nice shade tree, go park under the shade tree. If you have a garage park in the garage, if you're a professional detailer that owns a shop, investing in air conditioning, it's expensive, but it is by far an investment that will give you great ROI. Uh, Your employees will be much happier. You're going to be happier. You're going to do a much better job. Your employees aren't going to be sweating on interiors uh, because they're comfortable. And when they're comfortable, they work better. In my shops, uh, it was t-shirt weather year round in the shop, meaning it was between 72 and 75 degrees, whether it was minus 20 out or whether it was 105 uh, because of the air conditioning, because of the heating system. I didn't want my employees to be cold. I didn't want my employees to be hot. I wanted them to be comfortable.
0: I just say put the key in the ignition or whatever it is these days and and move the yeah. car. Don't be don't be afraid. I know it can get a little intimidating when you've got all your buckets and your towels and your cart and you're just like, I don't really want to move because, you know, it's an expensive car and I don't uh, there's all these reasons, but like if you can find shade, if you can find a better place to detail when it's really hot out, especially yeah. when you're doing exterior washes, like people ask us all the time, again, I'm, I'm on these comments and I, yeah. can your products be used in direct sunlight? It's like, just please, it could be water that I would advise against using in direct sunlight. It's not even our products, it's just use common sense, respect the sun.
1: Yeah. And yeah, try and to be
0: out of direct sunlight if at all possible when right.
1: detailing. Yeah. And it can be done. If you absolutely have to. And that's when a couple different products come to mind. One, rinseless wash. Rinseless wash is the safest way of detailing in direct sunlight. And because you can use it as precision wash, meaning you do one panel at a time. So pre spray, that pre spray cools the panel down. Before the pre spray can dry, take your legacy sponge, go over the panel and dry it. Before- what about if you
0: have a hose? What if you're doing the uh, pre-treat rinse, pre-treat contact wash?
1: That becomes actually more difficult because now that hose is spraying everywhere. Yes. And you're getting on areas that you don't want to get wet. And as an example, you spray the roof down. Well, now you have water streaks all around the car, on the windows, on the doors, on the trunk, on the hood, because you spray the roof down. So this is where rinseless really becomes a necessary tool. If you want to do a good job in direct heat, in direct sunlight, it can be done. Uh, The other aspect or the other thing is a waterless wash. And a waterless wash, if the car isn't that dirty, again, it's even more precise than the rinseless wash. A waterless wash, when you spray it on the surface, it emulsifies the dirt and you immediately wipe it off. Now, waterless wash has its limitations, trust me. We're not saying to go out mudding with your truck and then try to clean it with a waterless wash. It's not going to happen. But waterless wash in a lot of circumstances actually is a good tool to have. It's not for every vehicle. It's not for extremely dirty vehicles. But if the vehicle is, you know, uh, kept in a garage, it's relatively clean. It's just been a week since it's been washed. You haven't been off road with it. It just has some traffic film on it. Then yes, the waterless wash can do the trick. And, you know, it's something that I suggest people try, even if it's just that one or two cars that you have to do with waterless wash, having it in your mobile rig, having it in your shop is as an option is great. And it's also a great tool for doing door jams and uh, little touch-ups after you've done the detail. You may have missed a spot. This is a, a safe way of getting that missed spot.
0: Hmm, I totally agree. Ivan, there's so much more to talk about. I really want to give the floor to our detailers out there who have generously given their time to provide their real-world tips. They're out there in those detailing streets. Uh, Do you want to have any closing thoughts that you maybe hadn't gotten to yet? I would just say even water on hot leather or a dashboard could, could, could burn it. So it's just like respect the sun. Don't spray on interiors if your car is in direct sunlight. Use a no. rinseless wash, dampened towel. Trust us. When you spray on the hot substrates, outside or inside,
1: yeah, it's dangerous. Nothing good ever happens from that. Uh, so definitely be safe and be logical. Think about what you're doing. Think about the consequences of what can happen when you're doing that. And again, Get up earlier in the morning or mm-hmm. stay up later at night. Yep. Uh, and you can actually detail at night when it's dark out. That's actually a nice time to detail. If you have good lights, it can be uh, midnight and you can be detailing. Now, your neighbors may not enjoy the sound of the vacuum cleaner at that time. Yep, But it's cooler, it's more comfortable, and you can work in that temperature. So, What
0: a good piece yeah, of advice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't have to necessarily work during the day. <laughs> Uh, you know, nice song from the '80s, Night Shift. So, uh, has nothing to do with detailing, but you know, the Night Shift exists. And in our shops, we had uh, at one point we had three shifts going, so we were open 24 hours because we had Whoa. business and yeah, and we had enough employees to do that, but we didn't have enough space. So uh, that is something that you can do is as a mold, as a shop based detailer, it's actually easier if you don't have air conditioning. It's super hot in your shop. During the day, just answer the phones, stay at home, Uh, answer the phones in your air conditioned house and then go to the shop at night. Your customers, you have them drop their car off late in the afternoon and put them in the shop, let them cool down. And then when it's cool that you can open the garage doors, get a bit of breeze through there, you don't have the sun baking down on you, then go and enjoy and that's not even a
0: secret you have to keep from them, right? Sometimes no. I found customers just love to hear your honest answer. Like, I worked a second job and I would just be like, Hey, I'm in Salt Lake until about 8pm today. I've got a yeah. drop off outside the shop. I may not be there when you drop that car off. Right. I like to work at night. It's therapeutic for me. And they'd be like, really? I don't want it to be too hard on you. No, I love this. It's great. And they just... They drop the car off in the in the put the key in the key box and you know humanizing it a little bit telling them a little about your story uh that never seemed to hurt for me in terms of a customer being like oh you're gonna work on this at night so that's not something you have to like keep secret from them either i don't think
1: no no definitely not
0: all right Ivan, let's let the detailers share their wisdom right now
4: hey what's up diy detailers it's me jessica you guys watch that movie? Okay, anyway, uh, I'm in my truck. I'm about to head out to two mobile jobs. It's supposed to be a hot one today. So here are my tips for working in the heat. Number one, sunscreen. Oh my God, for the love of God, wear sunscreen. Okay, so I like to start out with a cream. This really gets into like the cracks and crevices in my face a lot easier. And then as I start sweating and it starts getting hot, and then my gloves are on, and I don't want to rub my gloves all over my face. Um, I switch over to the sunscreen stick. Really just a glue stick. You can just reapply on your face just like so. But another tip I have for you guys when you're working in the heat is water spots. So. A lot of times people will try to split the car into sections, like, oh, I'm gonna do this side of the car first and then the other side next. Don't do that. Just do the entire car. What happens is, is when you split it down the middle, you're gonna get overspray of either soap or water on the car. So just do the entire car at once. My tip is always keep it wet. So when the foam starts drying as they're washing, just re-foam right over that, keep the car wet. Uh, when you're drying, if you can't get to the other side quick enough, just re-wet it, spray it down. Um, those are my tips for you. If you end up getting a little bit of water spots anywhere, there's nothing, a little bit of DIY gloss can't help. If the water spots were from the wash that you just did, like they were put on that hour, that morning, that day, trust me, detail spray would take it off. Any kind of detail spray will take it off. Uh, anyway, that's it. Good luck out there, you guys, and stay cool. Oh, also, bonus tip, I hope this is a no-brainer. Um, Red Bull is not hydration. Please drink a freaking water. Okay, bye. So when it comes to
2: being mobile, one of the hardest things that I think many detailers struggle with is keeping the interior a little bit cooler than what it is right what i tend to do is i have the dreadnought xl towel uh, that i strictly use to put in front of windshields uh, what this is going to do is one kind of keep the heat off the windshield a little bit better secondly on the interior it's gonna bring the heat down or the temperature down just a little bit right and thirdly it helps your body kind of stay cool in a way right so Definitely, next time you're out in, the, out in the open like me, get yourself a large enough towel to put in front of your windshield. And always put it dry, never wet. You too, huh, survived one of the hottest summers ever recorded in US history. Pocatello reached the highs of 110, 115 with the heat that was so hot that when you went outside, your necks grew fungus. But with that said, I wanna walk you through the process of what we did here in EC Details to do a full wash in extreme heat. Let me show you. Of course, you're gonna need a rinseless wash. So we use DIY Rinseless. We have in our bucket, two gallons of water, one ounce of the Rinseless, our sponge, Merillac spray, and our pressure washer. When we're washing outside, and the reason we're inside now is because it's raining and thunderstorming outside, but when we're washing in the middle of the heat, we would always pre-spray with our pressure washer to take off any dirt, any grime, and we'll start it off that way. And then we would take our rinseless wash that's inside of our Miralax sprayer, and we would pre-spray the panel before washing it. Doing it this way allowed us to get all the dirt off the car, allowed us not to avoid water spots, allowed us to be quick and efficient, and it also led us, lent us the ability to get into a decon wash by using DIY iron remover with their clay it on the paint washing it spraying it off pre spraying again and drying it so it gave us the opportunity to wash the car quickly in the heat without the need of worrying for water spots and that's how we did it that's how we got through the hottest part of the year washing outside over a hundred cars with no soap Just DIY rinseless, the sponge, a bucket, a pressure washer to get the dirt off, and sometimes all clean when the spots are too heavy and you need to do a pre-wash. Thank you for watching. Jamie The Cleaner here
3: and Ivan asked me how I've dealt with the extreme temperatures, especially through this summer and this record breaking heat wave we've had here in Louisiana with heat and humidity. Proper PPE definitely has helped like this hat, like these sunglasses, good pair of shades, a good hat, especially one with the McGirt mullet down the back. You can be like Nick and grow your own protection, keep those arteries on your neck cool, keep uh, that UV light off your skin. It's gonna go an extra mile when it comes to keeping you cool. Now, or you can go to the next step, which I did was get this 12 by 12 canopy. 10 by 10 canopies are just not big enough in my opinion. You gotta go at least 12 by 12, and this one has been perfect for uh, my setup here in the cleaner studio. You can even do some sweet mods to it, get you a wall, get you some sandbags so that bad boy doesn't blow away. It's been a tremendous game changer here in the cleaner studio, like I've said. Pair it up with uh, getting away from the foaming style of uh, you know Instagram content videos and going a more efficient route of rinseless washing can take you to the next level as well and save you uh, you know a heat stroke down the road. And my final tip is, Air movement, a good little fan doesn't have to be expensive. This one's from Harbor Freight. Just air movement on your body helps tremendously. I know Ivan has recommended swamp coolers here in Louisiana with uh, humidity usually over 50%. A swamp cooler just makes you even wetter. So, just air movement in general is uh, one of the key tips here to stay in cool during this heat wave. Hey
5: there, Internet. Keith here and some extreme weather tips. Outside of building your own climate controlled garage, your garage is still useful uh, if you don't want to get too wet. You still do your rinse process in there. You can still do restless washes. Now, a really nice 10 by 20 canopy, 13 by 13 is really nice. But if you have to work in direct sunlight, make sure you're constantly rinsing the panels, keeping them cooled down, uh, making sure you're watching where your soap is and keeping it an off of there. DI water is going to be a huge help there. Now, cold weather, Ice fishing gloves are really awesome to keep your hands warm in that cold water. Windy conditions. Make sure you're adjusting your sprayers, making sure you're not too much of a mist. Keep it a little bit thicker so you're not wasting product. But also being conscientious of all the other cars that you are blowing that product on that I know you're not going to be rinsing off. I do that all the time. I close my garage door if I'm outside so that way I don't contaminate the car in the garage. That was mainly before I built this garage, so I hope those tips help. So over here
6: in Western Canada, one of the biggest challenges we face in the winter is salt. So the roads are salted to keep from icing up, and that can really impact your carpets. So one way I've dealt with that over the years is by uh, making the investment in a quality set of floor liner. I have used for the past few winter seasons these Tux Mat floor liners, which do an amazing job of protecting the floor from coming into contact with salty water that leaves the carpets heavily. It's basically residued. So that's one, one piece of advice I have for people who are combating winter is make the investment in something like tux mats. and um, There's other brands available. Um, And another thing that I think takes the sting out of winter is when you transition over to your winter tires, your winter wheels. I find having tire totes uh, protecting and keeping your wheels free from dust over the summer and fall. Um, And it makes just for a more tidier garage if you do have a dedicated winter set of wheels and tires. I really highly recommend just... Just finding a nice tote. I've got the outie ones here just to stick with my theme. So there you go, there's a couple pieces of advice from someone who deals with a lot of winter.